Welcome to Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. No, 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 no. Sorry, Gahit. <laughs> That's right. No, sorry, Gahit. My, my apologies. All right, Gahit. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. And then you get Torg's zippy verbal guitar riffs. <laughs> so good. Torg's the best. Torg. Torg's the best. If I could do Torg's voice, that would be my permanent podcast voice. Uh, I think between uh, Torg and Godfather, you got them down pat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nailed. You don't want me to do that on the main. I'll do that in After Dark. Yeah. I would. Every single listener would would leave if I did that on the main episode. My Godfather voice. It's the best. It, it, the <laughs> only thing is, it goes better when you can see his face. Because <laughs> it's strained. He's really working on it. Well, you gotta get the character. You gotta. But the actor that did it actually put like little cotton balls in his mouth. You know how his like jaws all jutted out a bit and his cheeks are a little puffy on the bottom? He actually put cotton balls at the bottom there. Oh, really? For Specifically for that look. And so I try and. You just have lozengers. That. Lozeng <laughs> lozengers. That's right. I do have a lozenger I know. in my mouth. I can hear it. Uh, 192. Forever exiled. Dang. Here we are. Big shout out to all of our patrons and people who support the podcast. We love your faces. Thank you so much. Patreon gets you access to After Dark. It's our podcast after the podcast. It's just more of us chit-chatting away. Uh, last week was actually a lot of fun because BK joined us for After Dark, not for the main episode, just because it didn't work out timing-wise because of Diablo. But uh, yeah, she was on After Dark with us. We had a ton of fun. So hopefully patrons enjoyed that. And if you're not a patron, go sign up and listen to it. You know. Losers. Paywall. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, hey, that's right. Ty. We'll give you a free stash tab. Uh, you added a note, and I'm going to say it this time. <laughs> Tyler's account was created June 16th in seven, one week, one week from today. So we would have recorded. Oh, yeah, you don't, but we don't come out till the other one. That's why it's on this week. Okay. June 16th, 2014. Date math, honestly, man, like I can't make fun of you. Date math sucks. I have to stare at that and I'm like, wait, we record Fridays, but they come right. out Sundays. Yeah. So we're doing 10 day weeks yeah. here. What's yeah, we, going on? And then I'm like, what? Okay. So what news has come out with, in GGG land since? I'm like, okay. So yeah, that was Sunday. But oh no, we got to go back to next Friday. Wait, do I go back 10 days or seven days when I go back? Anyway. Yeah. No date math messes me Nine up. Nine years old for your account. Yeah, it's a little deceiving. I'm I have that. Uh, it's, a, it's a common story. Um, but, you know, my I started playing about a year, like fervently about a year after I created it. Mm -hmm. But I'll take it. Looks good for stats. That's right. You tested it, tested the waters and then you pulled the Tyler mm -hmm. and you're like, well, I didn't think of playing this game, so I'm not going to play it. And then realized <laughs> it was my idea to start playing with you. So I don't like it very much. No, I was looking for a different game at that time. I was looking for a game that was honestly it was everything path of exile but i was looking for something that was just pure open world mm. but like path of exile right and so we tried this then we did torchlight which i liked more at the time mm -hmm. uh because there was like a specific build like i wasn't playing a game and then looking i wasn't playing a game and, and looking for a specific game i was looking for a game that could fit a very specific build and style that I wanted to play. And so I was just looking for games. But of course, I don't have the money to just try this, try this, try this, try this. So um, anyway, yeah, so uh, that's that's why it didn't work out at the beginning. I was looking basically for Path of Exile, but open world, just like this, but a never ending open world. One of those like where once you like hit the edge of whatever kind of biosphere you're at, it just randomly creates another, you know what I mean? And just kept going and going. That's that's what I was looking for. Still haven't found it. 
but Path of Exile is pretty perfect. So fits the bill. Yeah, fix it. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, thanks, Justin. Yep. Uh, oh, um, people that played our private league a week and a bit ago, um, we sent out all the codes last week, earlier in the week. So if you're not on our Discord, but you did win, just make sure you check your account on the Path of Exile website. That's where we send the codes. And if you're on our Discord and you were in the, you're one of our legends, you're one of the top three of whichever class you played, give Justin and I a private message so that we can make sure that your Discord name gets into a specific legend tier so that you look fancy when you message. Yeah, I love love that Discord made all those changes too in this past week where it lets you oh. change your nickname because, uh, yeah, we got spammed for that, which is awesome, but that's our own fault. But yeah. Uh, also, no, no, that's all good. Don't know you people change your stuff. You people change your stuff. But um, crew, you have to message at least once a week. Yeah, I got to see those skulls. fancy super legendary. Yeah. Uber, uber, uber legend. The only double so skull once a week on the server. minimum or we'll take it away <laughs> and change it to sad faces. <laughs> no more burning Call it skulls. the dummy dum dum. I'm going to skip one little point here and bring up an, uh, something a little bit early while I just mark this cough. Uh, I cannot stand buying points. I love that we do these events. I love that we, you know, can give out a bunch of, uh, prizes and stuff, but my God, grinding gear games, they make me so angry when I have to buy. Can points. I interrupt you for a second yeah. and read something? Mm -hmm. Um, this isn't uncommon every three ish months when we need to buy points. There's been a few times where it's actually gone quite smoothly, but, um, Whatever the difference was, I, I don't remember. But uh, this isn't uncommon, but this is also very funny. I get Justin's pain, but it is fun to be on the receiving end of this. This came in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven uh, individual WhatsApp messages for me. All, of course, with the same timestamp. I hate buying points from these people. <laughs> it made me laugh because I totally know. I know. I know it's every three months except for a few wonderful exceptions. Uh, but I just, <laughs> it's so, they just have the dumbest setup for giving them money. It's shocking. I know we say it every private league, but man, just at one, uh, I, I send a message to them and I say, Hey, we just finished up our league because if you don't tell them, then they want like details as to why you're buying points, who they're going to, what's the account, blah, blah, whatever. I don't even understand that. I think it's silly. People say it's because of real money trading stuff, but I don't care. I honestly actually don't care. That's not my problem. That's their problem. I want to buy points to give to people. I don't understand why there's some weird thing happening because whatever, but we send them a list. I say, Hey guys, are we just wrapped up our private league for forever exiled? Uh, here's the list of what we need. You know, I don't remember what it is, but we need like nine $20 packs. We need whatever it is. There's, I give them a list of the, the 20, the tens and the fives. And then they, Sometimes I think I say what the total is or whatever, but in this case, they're like, I said, I always say now, can you tell me how to, what do I need to do to get this in the least amount of purchases? Because I've had it before where they're like, oh, okay, could you buy nine $20 packs and 10, $10 packs and 17? No, 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 no. That's three emails every single purchase. I don't want that many emails for me to go through and have to go through that many purchases. So I always say, can you give it to me in the least amount of points? So they message me back, you're going to need 2,900 points. Can you buy whatever? These different packs. There were like six different packs that I had to purchase. I already think that's stupid. 
you know <laughs> you I just need 2,900 points. Codes. Just send me something what? or, or uh, I don't know, something that gives me a link that I just pay or, you. Right, just a receipt. <laughs> like a normal transaction. Right. Like you walk up to a debit machine. It's like, oh, look, there's 2,900 points. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And then they give you codes for the That's allotment. right. It's like going to the... It would be nice if you could just go to the bank. Imagine being able to go to the bank and being like, I would like $290, this many 20s, this many 10s, this many 5s. Yeah, and they're like, okay, go out. I need you to make an interact for... It, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Great. It doesn't make sense. And Go to Save on Foods. I want you to buy 20 packs of chips, 10 packs of hot wings. So the reason I ran into so much trouble this time, though, is because I tried to do the purchases. What I typically do is actually log into the game, go into the shop, buy the stuff they want me to buy it goes through my steam which whatever that's fine but then it all just pulls out of the paypal and then i pay them but if there's ever a problem like quite often paypal and steam don't work well if you do multiple transactions of the same amount close to each other so that, yeah, that's a problem for very me very spammy and scammy right for sure. quite often when there's number of purchases that are the same price i get it, it locks up sure enough paypal locks up so I can't do any purchases through Steam. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to their website. So I go to their website. They use some Expolo. I don't even know what it's called. I never heard of it before to make the PayPal payments. I did a payment through there with PayPal, made the payment. And then all of a sudden their site and this Expolo locked down and wouldn't load up PayPal anymore. So I was just stuck. We got to like, I needed to make two more purchases for us to be able to send out the points. And I just couldn't. So I had to wait a day, then go back in, finish up making the purchases. It's just, it, it's so dumb i i don't i'm gonna say it every three months i don't even care until it's, they listen if it, it is right, <laughs> as long as it's stupid it's stupid. just let us give you money god anyway when p when p we're gonna talk about a little bit about poe2 today this better um, be top of when, list to be fixed it, well you think you think that ease of transaction ease of getting money ease of gifting money i really hope that is fixed for or they have a completely new system coming something for poe2 because this current system is just crazy it's insane that if you want to buy a gift for somebody for like a birthday or christmas or a parent wants to do it for their kid or you want to do it for your kid or whatever it is you actually can't unless you have an account and you understand that you're going to have to make these purchases for mtx and then not touch the mtx and then email them and then they'll remove the mtx and they'll take the points it's so it's just so silly it's so 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 silly so hopefully they come up with some better way for people to give them money because that's what uh, helps them continue their business you would think it would be something they would want to put a bit of focus into but anyway congratulations to everybody who played the private league hopefully i assume we didn't get anything back that none of the codes didn't work we've had that happen once Uh, before. i think everything awesome everything everything worked sweet well so that's good at least at least we got all working codes this time so I'm always nervous when I send the email or the the data to you for the codes that I'm not sending it to the wrong person or like oh right some, <laughs> yeah, if I just like accidentally post it in the wrong 290 American dollars yeah, which is like a billion Canadian <laughs> yeah it money is. just all those points are just that's gone got to start over so anyway if somebody's like ooh thank you <laughs> <laughs> how was your week uh, I had a good week, man. I had a good week. It's been really nice. I mean, it's been quite dry, but it's been nice weather. It hasn't been too hot. We've been in the mid 20s Celsius. You Fahrenheiters can figure that out yourself. Um, it's been really good weather. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm a little late. I mean, this isn't 
I guess it kind of is now typical for our area, just having a like a really normally we have like a, like a, an insane dry spell for a month. Then it's normally August, maybe late July, but it's starting to creep out earlier and last longer. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised that it started in the middle or at the end of May. So anyway, I put some uh, summer fertilizer on the lawn this week and uh, and I unintentionally postponed I wasn't being lazy about I'm just like yeah I guess I guess summer has started like I you know really don't need to worry too much about the rain or having it waterlogged like you know it's just been very consistent weather and so I'm like okay so today's the day I'm gonna go when Aaron gets home I'm gonna go buy the fertilizer from Home Depot and uh so she gets home and we have dinner and I'm like okay while the kids are getting ready for bed I'm gonna quickly go and buy some summer fertilizer she's like Home Depot and I'm like yeah she's like Gets that look and I'm like, oh no, she's adding something to the list. It's going to make my brain explode. I better know what it is and where it is because I hate going to like when she's asking for something very specific from the grocery store that I would never, ever look for. You don't even know what aisle it's in. And then you ask that moron that's working at the grocery store what that is. And they just look at you like, that's not bananas. I don't know what that is. And then they give you a, a an aisle that you're supposed to try and look down like, yeah, thanks. I'm going to go find someone else. I think it's else. in 41. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you're in aisle two. No, then that's when you go and find the oldest worker you can find and being like, doing this. Can I try that? Or where can I find this? And like, oh, we don't carry that. But anyway, so um, our light bulbs of the, what's it called? Oven? Mm -hmm. the, above the oven. Died, and it's an ancient system. Like our oven's fine. That's relatively new. I think I mentioned an episode a while ago where we had to buy our new one because it just died. But, uh, Light bulbs and ovens haven't the, changed in for, forever. The, I know, but it, like to replace that structure is a huge, yeah. a huge cost. So you're going to Home Depot and everything's new. Everything lasts for a decade now. And you're like, you bring this light bulb that looks like it was made in the 60s. And you're like, do they still make these? Bet I can't replace do. my entire fixture. I, oh, they do. Yeah. But it was like way down. The guy's <laughs> like, do you need some help? And I'm like, it kind of, kind of sounds silly, but I, I can't find this. And he's like, oh, no they're over here and you go way down the back it's like there's cobwebs way back there you're like bringing your machete to hack through the weeds to get back to that section of home depot home depot is anyway, a fun place them. to be lost in though like if you don't know what oh, you're looking for i take that over the grocery store mm -hmm. any day oh mm -hmm. man i had a great time because i forgot what i was going for i had to go back because then i got lost in with soaker hoses mm. cuz i'm thinking i don't know like for your garden i, I like hand watering yeah for my garden I like hand watering my garden because then I get to actually take a look at the plants and then I'm more up to date with the seasons, I guess you could say. And I'm, you know, the hydrangeas need to be trimmed or the boxwoods are looking bad or, oh, shoot, that's right. It is that time of year to to prune the lavender. And then what's that one bush that's not lasting, but it barely like it, it barely flowers, barely flowers. It's such a gorgeous tree. But when the company that replaced our perimeter drain moved it and put it back it just shot it but my wife's very insistent what's it called <laughs> starts with an h i forget anyway gorgeous tree um anyway you know like when you're hand watering you're like interacting per se with the plants and so you get to see where things are at with it but that's a long time right especially if you're watering in this heat you're watering it once every two days once a day and that's like an hour mm -hmm. to get through all that stuff so a hoker a soaker hose would be nice I'm right now I'm kind of cheating with watering the flowers like I'm watering the lawn at the same time but now that we're in water restriction phases I can't do that all the time so I can't use the sprinkler to water the garden and the lawn because I can only use the sprinkler two times a week now wait are we in a restriction so, now yeah stage one so hmm. 
are you i guess that's a little personal but even and odd house numbers have different days of the week oh really water so yeah huh. and it's only from abiding. six to <laughs> no i don't think you ever did and then uh it's only from six to eight a.m but mm. uh yeah, so anyway, no, it was it was fun. So I was checking out soaker hoses, seeing how what that would look like, because I am allowed to, with the restrictions, you're allowed to use soaker hoses. And uh, so I was looking to see what that would cost. And I was looking at the difference between soaker hoses and I forget, there's another kind of hose that actually lets you like really customize stuff. And I forget, I was looking at the differences between them and then comparing Home Depot prices to Amazon prices. Love doing that in store. It's a lot of fun. And uh, so all of a sudden I got lost and then I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I need some dirt. And I went and picked up a few more bags of Vigoro dirt. And then I'm like, yeah, got my light bulbs. Okay, let's go. Check out on my way home, turn around, come back, get the fertilizer that I actually <laughs> went to go get. And it wasn't in the fertilizer section. So I went back, turned around. It's not even in the fertilizer section. Hmm. They only had it at checkout. Oh, weird. But I went and spent 30 minutes looking for it and then trying to find somebody to help me. And then they're like, no, it's supposed to be there. Go look over there. And I'm like, it's not there. And then I go and I'm starting to mosey on back and I'm like, oh, wait, shoot, I forgot to check the price of boxwood bushes. And then I go and check and then I come back and then I see them right there as I'm leaving. Hmm. You know, good times, just good times. What a, what a great story about fertilizer. I loved it. You know, I can't can't beat it, really. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yep. Nice. I have about 500 square meters of lawn, but I bought a 350 square meter bag because some of the lawns just in the shade. So it worked out. Do you have to water it in that fertilizer? Uh, well, so I guess all that, the reason that I had to go yesterday, I also had to like blitz cut the lawn too, just so that I could make sure the fertilizer was applied properly. Or not properly, but well enough. Yep. Um, is it supposed to rain today for like the first time in two-ish weeks? Is it really? Yeah, and huh. it hasn't rained yet. Stupid. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, you got to play the, lay the fertilizer when it's dry, of course, and then you water, water it to it activate in, yep. it. Mm -hmm. But it's not happening yet. So anyway, tell me about your week. My week was good. Work's been better, which is nice. Uh, we've, yeah, it's been a good week. I got sick on Tuesday. Like my, my one of my daughters is sick. And so I think I caught the cold that she had, but it started to just mm -hmm. make my body like Tuesday afternoon. I had meetings all day Tuesday. And then by Tuesday afternoon, I started to get achy feeling. My throat was hurting. I was like, oh my God, I cannot get sick. And Wednesday, I like by the time I went to bed Tuesday, I could, I was in just pain. Like my body hurt so much. And then I had meetings Wednesday morning and I was like, I'm not going to them. I'm just going to cancel them. Uh, and I slept. I think I woke up at like six in the morning on Wednesday and then went back to bed and didn't wake up till 10. Like I, my body was hmm. just done. So, uh, but yeah, took, uh, took some magic pills and started to feel a lot better. And then by Thursday, I felt pretty good again. Wednesday was just a write off for me, but. Yeah, it, hmm. it was a good week. It's uh, what did we do? My lawn's actually all right. I did. Uh, my guy came asked if he could come and treat for weeds, which I he did do. But that does mean I'm going to have to do some late overseeding in a few of the sparse areas. Uh, yeah. But I was talking to him about it and because he was showing me a picture of his lawn that he had just done end of May. And because he was saying, you know, a lot of people say you can't do it this late. He's like, as long as you're watering it enough, you totally can. I think that's what I did wrong when I did my second set of overseeding is I just didn't increase the watering schedule enough. And so it dried out. He's oh, like, because it was such a hot May. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah. literally, if they dry out even once, it's done. Like it just, if they don't stay soaked that whole first week, 
like they're done. They're just not going to grow. And I think that's what happens. So uh, I'm yep. going to probably just put a little bit over in uh, the few of the sparse areas uh, later this week or next week. Um, once his... it's that's like permanent watering. Yeah. Well, it's I, basically I don't stays have to, on. I don't have to like I can I can just reschedule it on mine and just Does it have it. a sensor to tell you how wet the ground is. No, but I just I can set it up to just he said to do it at least three times a day. And so I'll just set it up for I had it set up for two. And so I'm going to change that to three. But it was a really, really hot May and it did not take long for stuff to dry out. So, uh, yeah, anyway, we're going to uh, I'm going to do that maybe next week. But what else this week? Um, I, I, I did actually that day on Wednesday when I woke up, um, I woke up to smoke in my room. Wednesday was the first day we had had like smoke in our area from all the fires. Oh, right. Yeah. And right. Uh, I woke up in the morning and I had I had left the window in my room open. And um, that was a mistake. So I closed that and turned the AC on and cleared out the smoke from our house. But I was actually surprised that the kids were like playing around outside at, at lunch and stuff because it was actually pretty bad in uh, it was. Yeah. Track and field got canceled. Oliver's mm -hmm. baseball got canceled. Yeah, yeah it was it too bad. I mean, long. people are actually like the whole country seems to be burning with forest fires. Like, yeah. North, did you see south, some of the east, pictures west, of like central? Yeah, like well, just, definitely. They're like right yeah. in it. I my, my pictures from Virginia I mean, and DC. Nobody likes to deal with that, but I do. It is funny sometimes when I see the articles and they're like, Canada is. <laughs> it's like, well, we're sorry, but we didn't start them. <laughs> we're not <laughs> well, that's actually a lot of these fires do start with douchebags being douchebags, but well, not a lot. I mean, when it gets this dry, it's actually kind of crazy given that we're only at the start of June. We're literally just hitting fire season here. So it's know, it's our be forests heavy. are going to be so wonderfully replenished in 10 years. I tell you, One it's going to be some right. nice, good green growth. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry anyway. for the smoke. Sorry, America, states. But yeah. um, I mean, better you than us, I guess. <laughs> oh, Justin, the love in your heart, the it just pours forthith. Yes, you it know? does. For, pourth, forthith. But yeah, no, it's uh it's been it's been a fine week. It's uh there's other stuff, but I'll talk to you about some of that stuff after I remember. Let's get into uh some Poe. Poe this week. Well, po. um hideout showcase, those are always astonishing to look at. And congratulations to everybody that made them. We slightly hate you, but still appreciate it. That's as fantastic. long as there's a share link, a download link. As long as there's a share link. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to that being some sort of console option. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think that would ever be able to happen, but that'd be pretty cool if it could somehow. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. So this individual, what are they called? They are called Piter909. Mm -hmm. Had an awesome question. And GGG responded. Piter said, is there any list of voice actors that gave their voice for this game's characters? And so M59Gar, who is tagged as GGG, they have a link on the wiki. And I didn't even know this was a thing on the wiki. But they responded and said that there's a wiki page that they set up that has the majority or the current actors, right? Like there's used to be like, I forget if it was Zana or the witch or whoever, but like there was an actor that used to do that voice. And now there's an actor. Do you say actor or actress now? I can't keep up. Anyway, mm -hmm. there was an actress that would do that voice. And then, you know, they redid the lines with someone else. So they have all the current ones that are shown. But yeah, really neat to go through and check the list. And it was all with IMDB links. And so I really oh, appreciated cool. that. So mm -hmm. thank you both to Pider and M59Gar. Yeah, that's cool. 
Yeah, very cool. And so that was neat. I always enjoy those kind of things. Those are some of my favorite things of like following a game on social media like that. Mm -hmm. Art of GGG came out again, which oh, this is their I own think people is amazing. Right? Yeah, nice. their own people. And I love it. They're all really, really cool. There's just so many. See, my favorite thing about a picture or art is like when there's a story, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like you look at the one where the who's the fat guy with the boss fight that we absolutely hate. Yeah, the eater one, but it's not eater. Um, I know who you're talking about. Hunger. Hunger guy. Yeah. Infinite hunger. Yeah. Uh, sitting. I assume that's who it is or something similar to it sitting on the throne. Yeah, that one's like cool. That. Mm -hmm. uh, like there's I have a lot of questions about what's going on in the story. And then there's so many good ones. Mm -hmm. And then if you look down, there's one um, that's like a really evil skull. Yep. It's a 3D mm -hmm. and it's all white or ebony. Looks awesome. It does. It's a, a astonishing. But I, the, the teeth gross me out. <laughs> like it's so good that I get like it hurts my mouth to look. So people, the 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 the, the, the it's like the teeth are bones, but they're still like it's that creature's teeth, but they look like little bones, mm -hmm. and but they're like so it's like the the roots of the teeth or the the teeth themselves are so thick in the gums that it's like the teeth are sticking out. They're not down like normal human ones. It's like a monster, so the teeth are sticking out, right? way way worse than the mouth of sauron like really out and it gets me like and it's all like so imagine having so many teeth or your teeth are so big that they like had to like push out on an angle and like stick out it changed the shape of you ah it hurts yeah, my mouth dude, looking at it that dude never has a problem with straw oh, straw hurts. goes that, right that between the middle funny, but that hurts so anyway uh they're all obviously awesome but that mm -hmm. one makes my mouth my mouth hurt yeah it's good Let's see, what was this one? Oh, yeah. And then they had a post. Look at this stuff. Hey, filling in some gaps for us. They had um, a, pa a post that, again, from all their own employees about a lore roundup. Uh, and okay. I think this one's yep. pretty unique. I think this one gets into the Path of XL 2 conversation, so we can hold off on it for a little bit. But there was a YouTube video and then a whole bunch of different links, uh, some of even lore Q&As about a whole bunch of different stuff. And it's but it includes a whole bunch of different things, like very league specific things like the trial master and the Calgarians and like going back to the envoy and Maven siege of the Atlas and then all that kind of stuff like really, really cool. And even certain voice lines having impacts within the lore. So uh, it's definitely worth going through. It's on their announcement page, but I think the timing of that, despite the fact that they're going through and they're doing other cool things like, hey, check this out from, you know, our employees. I think this one's specific to what we're going to talk about with Game Fest and Path of Exile 2 being a month and a bit away now, or like the, the major announcement with a lot of details. What is Game Fest? Uh, I, it's a thing like E3, but oh, okay. it's Game Fest. Are and that was that? Sorry, I don't remember. <clears throat> no, it's, I'll, I'll mention oh, it in okay. a sec. Sorry. So they... No, you're good. You're good. So anyway, this comes out uh, uh, half a week, a few days before they have a new trailer come out for poe too mm -hmm. so really cool very interesting to go through if you care about the lore i think uh, this would this is a really awesome link to save for yourself uh if you are going to be curious about the lore of path of exile 2 which i think i really will be i've really? tried to get into the lore of this game and i've been very apathetic towards it like it's not like due to lack of interest but it was the amount of effort required to try and understand why the will story. you bash switch for you in poe 2 do you think 
because I think they're going to take a much more direct storytelling approach. Just with the trailers that they had originally at XLCon and then the individuals that you're interacting with, meeting someone in town or whatever it is, hmm. uh, they were talking about the campaign changing slightly based on choices you make, right? You know, referencing like different exits or paths that you could take in a campaign because you did or didn't help whoever or whatever the situation would be. And I think there's definitely going to be references to the old game. It's only 20 years after Kitava has been defeated. Uh, you know, I mean, the intro character selection screen makes it look like you can select one of the old characters to go through if you were going to do that. So I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of cool ties. It's obviously still Ray class. So I, I would like to be a little bit more up to snuff. So hmm. that post actually really excited me cool. and uh, I'm excited to go through it. What else? Uh, the qualifier roundup, they uh, let you uh, the top four people that are going to be going to XLCon for the ggg race that they're going to do they post those videos in case you want to watch them cool. and then of course do you want to do this now or later yes right now path of exile 2 so i was watching game fest and i knew game fest was coming out oh i forgot to write down who it was it was like a week and a half ago two weeks ago someone on our discord oh i'm sorry i can't remember which person it was my apologies but anyway they started posting about summer game fest and that path of exile was going to summer game fest and then you and I were talking about, oh, right. Okay, so what are they going to announce at Summer Game Fest that's going to be exciting that they can talk about when they have XLCon. a month and a half later, XLCon coming up? Because you obviously want XLCon to be your big deal. And so I started watching Summer Game Fest as soon as it started, and they were the second thing. Okay. But it was like a 30-second trailer. Like they so weren't this there was to talk made about for it. Game Fest? Yes, it was oh, released at Game Fest, and okay. I was watching it live, which was awesome, and I'm so glad that because it was only like a 30-second video, which I'm, I'm, I have no expectations, I was super excited, I you know, wet my pants, had to change them, but I saw it, and it was 30 seconds, and I'm like, oh man, I'm so glad I didn't have to watch six hours for a 30-second video, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? But the second it was done, my phone dings, and Path of Exile's YouTube channel posts this trailer too, so... You know that that was what they showed up for. That's all they had. So anyway, it was a 30 second trailer. Really cool. Have you seen it? Yes, I watched it, okay. I think, four times, which I don't normally do. Normally, I just watch them and then I move on. Like when they do trailers for like, you know, mystery boxes yeah, yeah. or whatever else. This one, I think I watched four different times. And first off, looks amazing. We're going to talk more about it. But the music is so good. Like, it's mm. crazy This is how the new good. league Camille's been working on. Yeah, because it's Path of Exile 2. I already know. There's no hide in this, Camille. We know. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy how music can just set the mood for an area. Like, it's, oh, it's just easy. It's just crazy how, how much it has an effect on you. And then not only the music, but the sound effects. Like, the sound effects and the music in that trailer were just incredible. Like, they were so they were over the top good. But, but cohesive, too. Yeah. Like, you were really into the music really into it and it didn't take away from what you were experiencing but then of course the sound effects they weren't i don't know there was just something about it that made it suit the environment that you were in it, it, it they definitely did a very good job with it i'm also kind of curious if the because i know it i i know what this isn't actually how it is but the music and the sound effects almost matched the actions in the game which i think either they just did on purpose just to make it more thematic and you know like but it was 
I don't know. I just, I was so impressed with the music. I think that was probably one of, there were two reasons why I watched it multiple times. The one was the music because it was so good, but two was just trying to look at, well, can we just chat about the, the trailer? Do whatever you want, man. The, the trailer title um, yeah. is. Yeah. You tell us. Neg- what is it? <laughs> no, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I got this. Uh-huh. Nagama Kanui, or or maybe the N and G and A and N and A are silent, and it's just Kanui. But Gama the, whole, the, whole first, the whole first five letters That's are right. silent. Kanui tree. It's basic it's teaser. Canoe. Yeah. It's the canoe. The canoe um, teaser. Yeah. Now I wonder, like I wonder if I, I don't know. Like I, I discovered when people went to ExileCon the first time that lots of what's in the game is a part of like tradition or culture or history from New Zealand, and I would have thought they were just fictional things right yeah so i wonder if this is um something like that where someone who's traditionally from new i just looked up what that word is because i didn't know what it was and what does it mean from the wiki it is the karui's home in the karui's home nagamakanukanui it has to do i thought that was like the boss's name it has to do with no it's apparently their home where they live location yeah interesting uh okay so the, Remember uh, that? That's the that's the beginning of Moana. Buffalo. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have a couple things. I it, ha- it obviously got me pretty excited for Poe two, but I it also got me somewhat nervous that they're not showcasing, like they're making it look. Because what I took away from it was there was it, it felt um, intentional when you were casting something. It felt like it wasn't just a spam of everything all over the screen. Right. There was this casting of this, you know, um, almost like archetype attack. Uh, there was the AOE of the cold. And there was I did the cool one with that, like, meteor that would come down. But what, the coolest part about the, it was that the character spun every time they did yeah, it. Yeah, the character literally moved yeah, every time they cast. They, there spun. was an action speed. It was almost like I started thinking about that because I'm like, is this going to be like Dark Souls now where I really like that spell, but do I want that animation with it? Like every time you pick a weapon in Dark Souls or Elden Ring, you're like, okay, well, do I like the animation associated, the duration of it? How long am I vulnerable for? How And I'm like, is it going to be like that? Yeah, I wonder if that's Can actually Can you get hit when you're in the air? Well, that's ah! what made me wonder too when they could, when she rolled. When the character rolled, I was like, what is that? Like, is that actually invulnerable during that roll? Or is that just an alternate leap slam type move? Like, yeah, is that a skill or is that like a basic dodge functionality now? Because they were talking about, right, experimenting in Ruthless with no movement skills. Yeah, I don't don't want to. And I remember when Diablo 3 came out, there was like civil war at Blizzard. Because remember when I played Diablo 3 with you for the first time on PC, I was asking you how to roll. You probably don't remember this. I don't. And you're like, roll, oh, you can't that roll. that does sound familiar. And on console, because that's where I started my Diablo experience in D3, you could roll. That was just something they did. And that apparently was like the ultimate civil war at Blizzard about the conversation of adding a roll to the console version that wasn't available on PC. And just a roll in general to evade combat. And it, I, I don't think it ever got applied to PC. But then when I see this role, I'm like, oh, is that like, are they adding that as like your base maneuver? And now they're not going to add movement skills. Mm, I hope that's not. what I was thinking. Be- yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's a totally different gameplay experience, right? We can't assume. Well, that- that's what I mean. Like watching that, I was kind of a little bit torn with like, it looks really cool, but are they just showcasing it? not true to how it will be because i mean 
I know it probably goes against what a lot of people feel, but I would much rather see um, this more intentional use of skills. And instead of being spammy and the screen filling, just feeling like there's a purpose and a reason to when you're using what you're using. And that's what it felt like watching it because it was much slower than, you know, how you sort of see Path of Exile right now. But uh, it looked it looked fun. It looked really good. It did look intentional. It looked like it. Right. So, I, yeah, but I don't know. The one thing that definitely keeps us guessing on that, though, was the lack of HUD. And I didn't even notice that. I showed my wife. Yeah, there's she's nothing like, on the screen. Yeah. She's like, it's too bad there's no HUD. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no HUD. That's so now you can't purposeful. tell. Like, oh, mm -hmm. oh easy, easy. Yep. There's probably lots of little spoilers, a lot of little information you could glean about the skills or... You know, let's say that roll or that dodge, mm -hmm. if there wasn't a button for that, if you didn't see somebody click that, it's like, oh, dang, like that answers a lot of things. So and then, of course, the massive enemy that comes out at the end mm -hmm. looked cool. So I don't know. It made me I thought that POT. was Nagama Kanui. Apparently, but apparently not. it's the region. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it'll be fun to play it after XLCon. <laughs> right after right while after you're there. XLCon. They keep trying to say, like, we're going to announce the beta release date and PoE 23.20. You're liars. You're just liars. Some people were, I saw some comments in, in Discord and I can't remember what it was, but then I can't remember what the comment was, but then Thalon said, don't feed the tags. And um, it was regarding Path of Exile 2 coming after XLCon. And I uh, yeah, yeah. graciously called myself the Galileo of Path of Exile. Because uh, I'm yeah. being persecuted for my beliefs, but you'll see, you'll see, they're true. <laughs> I I'm I always I'm always curious why they pick certain skills. Like, there's also I think a discussion on okay, what skills are we going to showcase? Are we going to do how many new ones are we going to do? How many old ones are we going to do? Do we actually want to show that? Sorry, I heard that. it. That <laughs> one I know. Somebody got him. No, that what is that? Oh, right. Vowels. Well, that's not a lack of d and I forgot to change my external speakers to headphones. Hmm. Go on. Anyway, but no, like there's a very intentional choices on these are the skills we're going to show. This is the archetype that we're going to show as well, right? Mm -hmm. And so they intentionally showed a caster. They intentionally showed a caster with a staff. They intentionally showed the meteor that's blue, not the current meteor that we have. I mean, it could easily be the same-ish skill, but they decided to make it blue and then you have a backflip that moves you back what 10 10 units i mean nearby mm -hmm. nearby kept you kept you nearby um the, the fog kind of vortex looking one but there was definitely a lot and i was re-watching uh one of the when they were first introducing the new socketing system when mm -hmm. they introduced that a couple of years ago at xlcon i was re-watching that at the same time while i was waiting for path of XL to come up and they were mentioning the ability when you have 24 sockets and all of them can be six linked it gives you plenty of opportunity to have multiple very intentional active skills so we're not talking like we're talking like primary skills you know what i mean because right now of course you can have one six link maybe two and that basically is your limit of active skills unless there's one that really jives well with a four link right four socket or you know with your elder helmet whatever it is so I don't know, maybe they're just doubling down on that with the video too. But I always I'm always curious. Like, what's the talk? Why why are they showcasing these skills? Why is it this archetype? And I'm of course they're saving all their big stuff for later. So 
you know, like the new classes. We're probably mm -hmm. going to be introduced to a whole bunch of the new classes or ascendancies is my guess coming up. And then like a lot more of the new weapons. Can't wait for those spears. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, it was fun really to watch. Cool. I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't know. I was thinking about like, do I want to see more before XL Con 2? I don't know that I care. I mean, I'll, t I'll take it, but I don't feel like I'm fine if they wait till XL Con to release any more like big trailer yeah. stuff. They kind of need to, right? Because that is what XLCon 2 is literally for. It's a really short time, though. Mm -hmm. It's like a day and a half. You know what I mean? You go there, it starts in the morning, you go until 4 o'clock, and then the next day goes till, I don't know, noon or something. Like, it's a day and a half. One night, per se. And so they have a lot to cram in because they're doing both Path of Exile 2 and PoE Mobile. And, of course, they have their... Um, other talks that they mentioned as well, right? So I'm I curious. think that there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out beforehand so that they're going to announce the big stuff and then they're going to like slowly tease out the small stuff. So like, okay, this is what we have. This is what we know. This is going to be, the XLCon is going to be the big explanation that glues it all together and how it works out. Because I don't see P PoE Mobile them wanting to take a long time with that. No. You know and I mean? also like XLCon, the original XLCon had a lot of talks around developers and things they do i mean i guess you could do that again but that can't, that's not going to be a big focus for them because they've done that already so yeah i don't know i'm I, whatever this this trailer was super fun to watch i think it looked it was i mean i love the sound of it but it looked good i saw people that yeah. were complaining that it didn't look better and i was like mm, yes it does Oh, it looks fantastic. <laughs> I'm not like sure. it, when you actually get down and feel how that gameplay looks, mm -hmm. like feel how it is a completely different experience. Yeah. Like I, I get what people like when they look at it, it doesn't look any different. I get where they're coming from. To me, though, I can really see the difference. It's really a top see down the game. There's a limit to like, like Gloriousness. I don't know. Well, yeah, like you're not zoomed in on this character. What, you know, I don't know. Like to me, it looked really good. I thought it looked great. So. I want to show you. Did I include the link for that? For what? Can we pause for two secs? I want to watch the video one more time and double check something and then I want to bring something up. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. I thought for a moment that the camera was centered a little bit different than it used to be and it might be. But one thing that I don't like about the current game is that we're in the top third of the screen, but the game's not consistently going down. It's just as much north as it is south when you're doing combat, right? Like it can be anywhere. And I'd really like to be centered in the screen or even in the bottom third of the screen because of where currently all the icons show up at the top. Like for us to be on the top third of the screen, but that's also where the majority of our information is. It's such a conflict and there's so many times where I'm trying to play, I'm trying to see, but all my information is there. So I would like, I would have always liked Path of Exile 1 for us to be on the bottom third of the screen or right in the middle. Um... I thought the first time that I watched that video that the placement was different, but it does look like we're just above center like usual. So anyway, uh, but another thing that uh, we forgot to mention was that there looks to be different character pace. Like there was slow walking at the beginning and then it turned into a jog. Oh, I didn't know And how do you do that with the mouse? Like if you just look at the very beginning, there's a slow walk and then they turn into a jog. And then after the first couple enemies, then they slow walk again. And then a little bit later, there's like the quick jog. And I'm like, oh, that is interesting. Because in Path of Exile 1, it's just click and that's your movement speed. Hopefully it's not being slowed by something on the ground. 
<laughs> to write one if there's tar right off the bat. Right off the bat. How about? How about? Yeah. The, but the then, logo at the end looked awesome too. Yes. Oh, well, the living logo. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that thing for one? I think we saw some of those things on, remember, like the caravan in the old trailers? Oh, yeah. It, uh, something similar ish looks like that, but it looked really cool. But then Path of Exile 2 is no longer the number two. It's like, yes, it looks so much better Roman how it is now. Yeah. yeah it looks Hang on, so I'm gonna, good. I'm going to play it and finish it. And that like animal thing disappears too into the, the logo. Yeah, it looks awesome. I wonder what the symbols are around it. Like, that looks like yeah. Sin and Innocence, but I don't know what the top three are. Which one? Like, at the very, in the logo itself, there's five symbols. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one looks like a spear or harpoon. The other one looks like Maven. The other one looks Crusader, Warrior. I do like the two, though. I like the big Roman numeral yep. spikes, too, and behind it. Looks awesome. I saw a Reddit post where there was like hidden um, Harbinger text on oh, the yeah. Path of Exile 2 website. Did you notice that they actually came out with the POE 2 website? Uh, no, I saw somebody post it in our Discord yeah. a little bit ago, but I didn't. I don't think I actually even went and looked because I just assumed it was just. It's nice. It's just a cohesive place where you can click on the links for all the videos that they have for mm. it. And uh, of course, that'll eventually be where it is. I wonder if it's always forever, like, because they only have one game. Are they always just going to call themselves Path of Exile 2 now? Or is it just going to be Path of Exile? Like, does Path, you know, I mean, at the end of this, once Path of Exile 2 actually comes out, is pathofexile.com going to automatically forward you to pathofexile2.com? Or is pathofexile2.com automatically forward you to Path of Exile? Like, are they at forever at GGG going to be like, well, have you played Path of Exile 2? Oh, no, I work for a company, GG. We make Path of Exile 2, as opposed to just PoE, because it's the one game, right? I don't know. I mean, I on the Path of Exile 2 website, up at the top left, it says back to main site. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do. It would be weird to call, to always have to say the 2. Yeah, it would. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But 49 yeah, was... days just till ExileCon 2. And then that means 51 days until Path of Exile 2. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. All right, sweet. Cool. Well, that was good. Yeah, I like that. That was fun. Yeah. Did you uh, and... play? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Was there more? No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I played. I played. I, um, I assume you didn't, right? I did not. Oh. Yeah, no. I, um, I did play. I'm still really... Sometimes like I'm like, I'm really going to make this zombie thing work. This is going to be great. And so now I was playing my uh, Templar that's dealing with the, you know, the primary survivability of the minions isn't sur- the basic typical survivability. It's the no survivability. And I'm going with the 5% uh, minions recover 5% of life when a minion dies. And so I'm still leveling that. The gems are still quite low, but I'm still um, going through with that and having a good time. But I'm still theory crafting and going around and thinking about different things and you know, and then of course, oh shoot, I come across somebody that has those, what's that mod where it's like you hit an enemy and then they get those like lightning, not the like towers, but they're these little, whenever you hit an enemy, these the lightning things go on the grounds. Oh. No. And then they have like an AOE explosion. It's almost like an ice Nova. I don't know. Anyway, those are really strong and those absolutely mutilate my minions. And so then I bring in my old zombie build and go great, but then that's squishy. And then Every time I'm like, and then I go back and forth, and then I bring in my Reaper build, and you can't kill it, but 
it really takes a long time to kill stuff because I just have basic gear. I don't have any decent minion gear for it. So the minion damage is still quite low. And even though the gems are all maxed out, so I'm like, ah, then. And then I bring in my Righteous Fire character and everything dies and I don't die. And I'm like, oh, but it's not my zombies. <laughs> like I, the chieftain's so amazing, but it's not my zombies. And then I start thinking this week, and I think I was talking to you about this, um, getting really really wanted to scratch my flame blast itch mm -hmm. we were talking about I've always that loved the skill oh were we yeah okay mm -hmm. i've always loved the skill but i've never actually gone through and properly made a flame blast build but i love the survivability of the chieftain it's just so great and anytime i do righteous fire this is secondary but tied in anytime i do righteous fire i'm like man my recovery is so nice but imagine what it would be like if i just had righteous fire turned off you know what i mean and so I started playing around with my Righteous Fire character, but only with Incinerate. It was great. Absolutely loved it. So fun. I mean, I'm leeching and I have that insane recovery as well. Uh, life regen. Obviously, I'm doing less damage because the majority of my damage is in um, dot damage, right? Or dot multi. And so, and of course, Incinerate doesn't really benefit from that until you get that last wave when you stop casting Incinerate. So, you know, I made a build online and uh, about doing something with Flame Blast. And oh, man, when it, when you bring it into PUB, like having three or four totems doing Flame Blast is just so cool, especially when you're mm -hmm. getting 2%, not 1%, but 2% of your damage from totems leeched as life as a chieftain. So nice. So nice. Cool and so, yeah, it does. It's very, very busy and it's a lot of fun. And it lets you kind of run around to be safe. But then self-casting one is like double the damage. Oh, yeah. It is such a strong skill. But I mean, at the cost of channeling with no damage in the meantime. So it's I really like the concept of the skill and the, the pros and cons. I think it's a well-designed skill. So I was playing around with that. And of course, I get rid of I'm almost using the exact same tree changed up to ascendancy nodes there. But I'm almost using the exact same tree. I just get rid of the dot multi and I just go for um elemental or fire specific damage as opposed to multi and just having a great time building it and having a good time by the time i'm finished that i'm like man i, I miss my zombies <laughs> so i don't even go into game i get to like i pass act one with a new chieftain character on uh xbox and then i'm like hey, i miss my zombies so the next time i play it's all a zombie playthrough again and then after that i'm like all frustrated because i'm you can either do great damage, but I'm squishy or I'm not doing the damage that I want, but I can't die. And I'm like, ah, and so then I go back to the chieftain and I'm like, ah, I hate it. It's exactly what I want, but without zombies. And then I'm like, no, fine. I'm just going to stick with it. I'm just going to go with the chieftain. I'm just going to do it. And then somebody posts on Reddit. They're doing like some zombie build. And I'm like, oh, dang it. And they're like conquering the end game, doing great epic items. And I'm like, oh, dang it. Back to square one. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, but in part of my theory crafting, mm -hmm. I came up with um, attributes really started to annoy me again. And I know it's minor. I know it's minor, but I think attributes should be minor. I know it's part of the puzzle and part of the puzzle is fine. But I think, again, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I'm just kind of it's frustrating because sometimes it can be way too big of a puzzle piece. So, for example, um, I am looking to have a guardian that is a minion build all right but the majority of my nodes like i'm gonna have about 150 intelligence mm -hmm. right 
And then I'm going to have a lot more strength, about 240 strength. That's just with the, the initial tree that I have set up. Okay. Now, as the player that I want to play, I, I would like to use Arctic Armor, right? That mm -hmm. has a 98 dex requirement, and I'm going to have 44. So right off the bat, I'm looking at having like a dex requirement of 54. Now, not bad. Not bad, right? But I'm also looking of doing a minion build, and so I would like some Convoking Wands. And Convoking Wands have a 242 intelligence requirement, which is nuts. That's, in, that's crazy. Like... 242 for a raider, for a champion, who has ally perks for a guardian. Like, that's just, that's just so much. And all of a sudden, that becomes a very big part of the puzzle, not a minor part of the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like, if, it, if everything had a cap of 150 or 100, including items, including skill gems, if there was just that cap of 150, then then that's an, an achievable thing because I'm not going to be getting all the attributes I need from the tree. So, for example, if I need decks, right, if I need 54 decks to be able to equip Arctic Armor, okay, and if all I need is another 54 intelligence to do that, that's a minor thing. One or two items can do that for me. But if I need, a, what, what is that, 90? If I need about 90 intelligence and 54 decks, that all of a sudden turns into an investment on my gear that I'm focusing on just as equally as survivability, like um, resists, like chaos resist and max life rolls. And that to me kind of ruins it a little bit, because if I want to be a minion character and the minion mods were on so few items, as we discussed last week with staff's limitations, I forget if that was after dark or not, but like that all of a sudden it's like, OK, I'm, I'm kind of forced to use convoking ones here. Because the implicit, because they do that staggering implicit bit, I'm not going to want to use a convening wand or a calling wand. Implicit's not a big deal, and yes, those item requirements are lower, but it's all about, you know, min-maxing, and I can't use the convoking. Well, I could, but it turns into such a big investment for something just for that simple capability. So anyway, it was, it was a frustrating thing. I'm hoping that attributes aren't the... Uh, such a massive part of character building in the next game. I'm really hoping that they're, if they're there at all, which I hope they're not, but I'm sure they will be. If they're there, then I hope it's it's a minor thing, that the cap is low, and that low cap allows for a lot more freedom with theory crafting and more unique builds. So anyway, I just kind of came across that because uh, just some of the ideas I was floating around. I don't mind the way it is right now with regards to requiring the stats. Um, I think maybe convoking one's a little bit high on the int requirement, but I don't mind the idea that I have to plan around and see how am I going to work an amulet, rings, gloves, boots, like all of that into somehow still making some of the stat requirements work. I think the thing too is sometimes where you have to like take that 30 node and then you're trying to figure out, can you get that point back later in gear? Like it does lead to some choices mm -hmm. which i don't mind i wouldn't because i don't want to not have that but i do know what sure. you mean like some of the requirements are quite high i think i i agree with you i just wish the requirement was like a 150 that was the cap for everything i think like like you said 242 is really high and it puts a big limitation on actually wanting to min max your minion character because not every build can afford a 242 intelligence right but because minion mods roll on so few items, it's uh, kind of handcuffs you a bit, right? 
What's the benefit of the convoking versus the next one down? Is it just can roll higher modifiers the, on it? No, they uh, they can all drop at item level 86. It's just the implicit that's different. Well, isn't the implicit just can roll minion modifiers? Like, what's the implicit on a... Oh, it's not minion damage anymore, is it? No, I thought it was just that it can roll I them. I forgot that it's not. Oh, right. I was getting that mixed up. Hang on a second. Because I don't actually I think see you're right. why, no, why I think would you you're, care. I think you're right. Uh, convoking wand 242... Oh no, yeah, no, there's an implicit. Minions deal 26 to 30 increased damage. And oh, then sorry. when you go to the convening wand, it's 20 to 24. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, that's an extra 10%. It's not a big deal, right? But then that does drop the wand down to 183. And then the calling wand only has a int requirement of 80. But then that has 12 to 16. Mm. So what is that? Increased minion damage? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's so like a, a difference of fifteen percent increased damage. So yeah, true. At the end of the day, that really isn't a big deal, and I could probably put calling ones back into my. Filter. If you're gonna make a requirement of two hundred forty-two int, um, it needs to be more than that much of a difference. <laughs> right. That is, I <laughs> yeah. would agree with that one. That was a yeah. That wasn't my point, but that is definitely. I completely agree with that. Uh, the difference between eighty-one intelligence and two hundred forty-two should be more than fifteen percent increased like right yeah that's not a, a huge lot of, amount there's a lot of the times where a, a witch that's starting in the north and they have a whole bunch of intelligence nodes and then they go east for poison or they go west for strength whatever it is they're still not going to be hitting that mark naturally mm -hmm. it'll still have to come from gear the 242 so yeah but yeah anyway um no you bring up a good point um the implicit value isn't really worth worrying Especially about those and i could easily downgrade drop item level high enough that you're going to get the rolls you want but yeah i know I, what you mean i still don't like that i still just wish they had one item like there just wasn't there wasn't a calling a convening or a convoking we'll just use this as the example um but you could use that for any wand any boots anything that there was just the one and the implicit got greater based on item level so it could still start dropping at item level 10 or one or whatever it is and the implicit would just gradually increase based on item level, and then its mod restrictions would gradually increase based on item level, and then you would never have to worry about filtering out crap. It would just be that one base type that would drop, and it would unlock. I mean, part of that already happens, right? The mod value already, like you can only get certain mods in certain tiers, but then have the implicit scale like that as well. And then you don't have to worry about having so many thousands of items that are constantly refused in filters and games. That would be nice. That would be awesome. Because you'd barely need to have filters that are cutting stuff out. It would just be based on rarity and stuff instead. Or, I mean, other items. I mean, there's so many different things you can do with filters. But I'm saying, right now, a huge part of why people want filters just in general is to get rid of all the crap that's irrelevant because they don't do something like I suggest. But that's also a different conversation. Filters. <laughs> Got to get it in there. Yeah. So, just mm -hmm. kind of, how are you for time? Are you uh, I'm getting it? pressed, but what do you got? Okay, no, if you're calling it, well, because I want to talk about co-op. Like, uh, you slightly sort of kind of spoiled in uh, After Dark. Oh, so bring it up. Let's talk about well, it. Well, no, but it's a conversation. So okay. if you press the time, it. we could do it next week. No, let's do it, because we probably won't do it next week. <laughs> Why? What are you going to do next week? We can push it if you want, but I don't want to forget. And then all of a sudden we get chatty again. Well, um, there was just an article that we briefly talked about that I want to talk about this week. And okay. uh, it was put out by 
Game Rant. They put yep. a lot of good articles. And uh, it was the best free co-op games on Steam. Mm-hmm. I did look at the link you sent. Yeah, and so it's, it's it's just one of those easy ones where it's like, number 10, this, and then it gives a little blur of a screenshot. very few of the games. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Path of Exile is free, and it is a fantastic co-op game. It was not on the list. Should it have been on the list, or do you agree that it shouldn't be on the list? I will heavily, 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 heavily disagree that it's a terrific co-op game. I think it's a terrible co-op game. Unfortunately, I just do. What makes it terrible? There is a penalty to a difference in speed. If I play fast and you play slow, there's a penalty to you. Not to me, to you, to the slower player. Eventually, I will get out of range and you will no longer get XP. And my option as a faster player is to slow down or your option as a slower player is to speed up. I don't, I I get that they do that so that there's no like whatever soaking up XP by having just somebody sit at the beginning of the level, but that does kill co-op. There's just no, you have to play the same way. I think until curses are sorted, you've taken a huge part of the game and just thrown it out the window because curses are useless in multiplayer. Absolutely useless in multiplayer. Unless I don't play with them or I force myself to get a ring that has on hit and I'm doing a hit based build. Us both cast self-casting, blasphemy, however we want to apply our curses is completely negated in a multiplayer experience unless we somehow have some increase in curse uh, application. But then again, why would I want to apply additional curses and not be the one applying the curses that are beneficial to me? I think that that's um, a big part of it. And then I still think a lot of their, even when we've talked about the leagues that have come out, I think a lot of their league mechanics just, okay, they work. For co-op but they don't actually work well for co-op so I, it's not like I, when i think of co-op i i still go back to the days of like us popping on the couch or ch- hopping on the computer and playing like borderlands where it yep. was like hop in pop in whenever you want pop out you can do your thing everybody's playing together that was more co-op there wasn't a obviously you didn't want to run way ahead of the other person but there wasn't a penalty to doing that like that was just less fun because then the other person's not up there shooting stuff with you and having a good time um i don't i don't i don't get that feeling with path of exile but there also wasn't any part of borderlands or i'm just using that as an example because it's what i go to there wasn't a single part of it though that did not work for us to both play together not a single part every single part of the game worked to play with a multiplayer Uh, path of exile just it doesn't have and that's fine i'm not saying it needs to but it would not be, to me, a very great co-op game. I actually think I would not even suggest it to somebody if they wanted to play it with another person. I think it's hmm. much better solo-based than it is co-op. I think it's a lot better. My opinion is that it's a lot better co-op than you're giving it credit for, but I agree with all the things you said that make it crappy for co-op. Like, I think curses... We've, we come up, came up with a good idea. If temporal chains didn't exist, if curses only applied... The cursed enemy, that curse only applied against the user. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like if I enfeebled the enemy, they would still do normal damage to all the other users, but they would be enfeebled towards me. Or Mm -hmm. if I made put vulnerability on them, I would be able to do more physical damage, but other people wouldn't. Yep. Right. And so Mm -hmm. if they change that, uh, I totally agree the invisible another like invisible thing but that invisible xp bubble that if you go past it you're not getting xp and if you come back into it you are to a not know that there's an xp bubble Mm -hmm. is weird 
to not know where that XP bubble or radius is is crazy. And who cares if people want to cheese it? Right. You're playing with friends. I, I right. get that you have to do some stuff for some and, people who are going to do it, but then you kill it for everybody else. So, but also, even in that sorry, even in that same regard, I I actually don't. It's not fun for me to play if I'm just like running through up ahead and you're right. not even with me. But I also don't want to, if, if it's hard for me, if the option is there to move faster and go faster, then I want to take it versus purposefully going slower to keep up or to, to, for us to stay closer together. And that's, I guess that is part of me, but they've also given me the option and that makes it hard. Like in a game, I'm going to go back to Borderlands again. I don't, if we run together, there's no point at which I'm just flying off. And so much further ahead from you that you can't catch up. Mm -hmm. And that's just game design. I'm never going to be that much faster. Path of Exile is not like that. And it won't, I don't think it ever will be. But that makes it really tough because if you don't play with like very similar play style minded people, then it's very hard to play it with other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that in terms of um, once you know the game, if it's a I think it's drop in drop out scenario works really well. I can just come in, do a map with you. If I feel like leaving, I can. If I want to leave mid-map, that's no problem. I think it works out really well that way. I think, the, and even like quest progression, stuff like that, that works really well in campaign. I don't remember how it works. I know you get Atlas map completion together when we complete maps together, but I don't think we get atlas quest progression together i think that needs to be done on an individual map like on not individual like solo but it needs to be done it's the only the instant holder that progresses right that gets the drops for their eater of worlds or the searing exarch exarch mm -hmm. or exarch exarch and so and i could be wrong on that but i, no, you're I right. think that's the case and if that is the case that does suck because i i'm i want to I don't want my work to be, I don't know, the more that's co-opable, the better. Like one of the worst things about Elden Ring is these all of a sudden multiplayer doesn't work, right? Because you killed all the bosses. Yeah, certain zones or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Or there's some only some areas where you can laser. Uh, granted, there's not very many of them, but it's that's not co-op, right? One great thing about Red Dead, and it's a very poorly made game that was loaded with glitches and bugs and stability issues. One of the great things about Red Dead is you could just you're always together all <laughs> the time. You just join in that party, you're in the same instance, and off you go. It's just one big happy world. And so, yeah, I hear you. I, I personally don't think Path of Exile should have been on that list either. It just, it makes me sad that it's not, but I, uh, there, I, to me, there's only a few things that need to be fixed for Path of Exile to be one of the best co-op games for people that know how to play it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about like new people that are like, hey, yeah, come, come join me. You've never played this game before. That's just not our game no i, can, I guess you can I, say. I think it has maybe some potential for it but i just i don't think in its current state it's one of the good ones to recommend to somebody who's like hey i want to sure. play with a buddy or with a partner or whatever uh, it doesn't for me it doesn't really fit that bill i think there's other games you'd have much more fun playing with an, another person than path of exile which is too bad i think the community side of path of exile is great the people you can in, you know hang out with and chat with and stuff. I think that part's fun and getting help from people I think is good too. Like if you're struggling with a boss or whatever, but the ability to just pop in and play a game with somebody. Yeah. It's not definitely not one of my, wouldn't be one of my top picks mm. currently at least. Well, 
I guess we're going to be referencing PUE2 on a regular basis since we're a month and a half away from all the rest of the official reveals. So hopefully um, that's something that they took into high priority when designing PUE2. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll yeah, still play well, it. man. What do you think? Do you think we could? You think you could co-op together, or do you want to solo together your fir very first playthrough? No, I think the first playthrough is a good time to co-op because there's no rush. There's no reason to like speed through it because we're trying to, yep. you know, uh, we're gonna have to play through it 400 times anyway. So we may as well make the, <laughs> <laughs> may as well make the first one super slow. Yeah, uh, but I, no, I, I'm I gonna be looting be mid combat. You'll have to protect you me. Are. I'm looting mid combat. Well, I know. Hey, there's a chest. Hey, there's a bucket. Gonna turn it over. You betcha. You mm -hmm. betcha. But we'll have to play mean like we always do, right? Like if we're given choices, we're being oh, yeah, evil. Evil. I have tried so hard in games to play like the good per I don't know how people do it. I just don't get it. It's not fun. Hmm. Oh, you know um the Telltale games, right? They make a mm -hmm. whole bunch of really cool games. Of course, they made Walking Dead when that was popular. Maybe it still is. I don't know. That stuff always drove me nuts. But they make some really good games and the decisions and the characters, like they're really heavy decision making games, right? These yep. telltale games. But there's always a dot, dot, dot option. There's always like that no, awkward silence option. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It is my absolute favorite to play those games. And I really want to say something else, but I'm always saying the dot, dot, dot. I'm always <laughs> saying nothing. And it's like, and when that happens, it's like, I could get someone to stop saying something, but no, now they're going to eat what you know is a human leg, but they think it's just a normal steak. And it's like, but you oh. didn't egg them on. You no. just sat so, back. But it's just, and I love seeing <laughs> like how all the relationships develop and how the story progresses. Every now and then there's a hiccup in the story where if you dot, 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 because you did other dot, dot, dots, then the story can't progress. So you do have to make a different choice and then it keeps going. And it's only happened to me in a couple. And I definitely haven't played all of them, but, and I should go back and maybe highlight them on my wish list and get them when they're on sale but the point is the expanse is getting one uh that's the book series that i'm reading oh, okay, and it cool. was also the amazon prime show um and one of the main actors from that is reprising her role and doing the voice for the character in the prequel which is the telltale series so oh, I, that'd be cool if somebody did that telltale game for ggg for their for their path of x i think that'd be cool be the first time we learn about the lore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but there's that link that's really good. Uh, yeah, that they posted. Here's mm -hmm. all. Uh, here's a whole bunch of lore stuff on one link. That's many links. It's good. Check it out. It's just a lot of videos and reading. Yeah, yeah, all that's in one place. No, I would yeah. like. I'd, I'd love Telltale. But anyway, anyway, that's it. all right. Let's wrap this up. Episode 192, Forever Exiled. I'm Justin, aka Tags, and I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us for 192. Patrons will catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you next week in 193. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. we got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a very fun Discord. You should come be a part of it. And uh, patrons are the ways to support the podcast. You'll find them down below. Don't forget to hit that five star on uh, Spotify and Apple because we love your faces. We do love your faces. And thank you very much for listening. Sayonara. Baby. Cakes.